Welcome to this episode of Kendall County Connections podcast. I'm your host, Aubrey Walker. I work with the San Antonio Council on Alcohol and Drug Awareness, or CICADA. I'm the coalition coordinator for Kendall County. The purpose of this podcast is to educate, promote awareness of resources for Kendall County and to connect people. I have lived in Kendall County most of my life and I have a passion for this county. I hope you find this podcast helpful and thank you for listening. Hello to all listeners today. We are talking with Dick Holmberg, who is with Drug-Free Comfort. It is a substance use prevention coalition. Um, And so he's going to be here talking about the ins and outs and how it came about. And so I'm so excited for you guys to hear. It's a little bit different of a podcast episode. Um, So I'm, I'm very excited. So how are you doing today, Dick? I'm doing just great, Aubrey, and thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. Uh, I know with a little bit we've worked together so far, we have uh, some great promise for doing great things in the future. Yes, I agree. And so for the listeners, um, you know, Dick and I have been meeting um, this meeting right now that we're recording this podcast we've we've been meeting talking about you know different collaborations and so he is absolutely right we've got lots of collaborations here in the here in the near future um, that we're going to be working on together and it's very exciting to see how our coalitions are going to mesh and and work well together so let's go ahead and get started with um kind of an icebreaker question what has been your most enjoyable job so far well, actually, uh, I have to give you two answers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I started my career in the oil industry working for Exxon uh, for uh, about uh, 34 years, and I did uh, marketing and um, human resources. Uh, and I think of all, all those things I did, I had many, many wonderful experiences with all that, uh, including... Uh, uh, working for the international part of the business, we got to do a lot of traveling around the world and meeting people everywhere, and that was wonderful. My second career was singing water vineyards here in Comfort. Uh, we started singing water vineyards with a, uh, a vineyard and a winery operation and uh, did that for over 20 years. And uh, we really enjoyed meeting the people and had the animals. We had a herd of goats and and a, a, a llama, and uh, just really, really enjoyed all that. Uh, but uh, after 20-some years of that, we decided maybe it's time to retire again. <laughs> <laughs> so we did. We uh, we sold that business in 2019, and then uh, we have been uh, uh, relocated and near comfort here and uh, uh, enjoying our, our new home. And in the meantime, uh, looked at, I'm not sort of a rocking chair type. I like to get involved and do things. And so we have been paying attention to how serious the the drug situation is. And uh, that's what got us into uh, drug-free comfort. So basically what you're saying is this is kind of like a third career for you. Yeah, yeah, you could look at it that way. (laughs) That's so funny. Um, Okay, so that is amazing. Um, So let's, so you kind of talked a little bit about it, and I want you to go more in depth. Tell me about drug-free comfort. How did it come about, and what is the focus? 
for the coalition? Well, um, the uh, drug-free comfort is has been certified by the state of Texas as a nonprofit organization. Uh, we were established uh, uh, officially in December of uh, of 2021, so we're just over a year old officially. We started working on a lot of stuff before then, but the uh, the the thing that really stuck in my mind to get this moving was conversations with uh, Sheriff Al Oxier about the drug issue. And we had an informal conversation at one time at a social event. And I asked Al how his day was going and he said, <laughs> it was difficult. Aww. Well, what's going on? And he said, I hate to put kids in jail. Yep. And that, that, really, like <laughs> that stuck to my core. And you know, the uh, the other thing he said is that drug abuse will rise to the level the community will tolerate. And, you know, I let those things soak in for quite a while. And then I started paying attention to the drug problem we have in this country, in our state, in our community. And uh, it's a much more serious problem than most people realize. And uh, my personal opinion is we don't pay enough attention to it. And so we formed Drug-Free Comfort to raise awareness, to educate, especially parents and young people, and to prevent the abuse of dangerous and illegal drugs. And so uh, a year later, here we are, and we've, we've uh, had a pretty good start. We have more on our plate to do going forward. Yes, y'all, it seems like, you know, one year in and you guys are ramping up, you've got, you know, um, diff different little things here and there. Um, and like I said, you know, to our listeners, uh, the coalition and drug free comfort, um, we are going to be working together. And I'm so excited to see how we are going to be able to educate the public and um, kind of like we were talking about earlier, Dick, uh, you know, people, people don't know what they don't know and um, educating people. It's really eye opening whenever you talk with them and they realize, oh, that's going on here mm -hmm. and they don't necessarily realize what is going on. So education is key. I think we can you know, both agree on that. Education is key. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is a fast changing world uh, with uh, with the, the drug problem. And uh, it's very difficult for parents, especially to stay up to date on what's going on and give their children the proper guidance. Uh, and so we're trying to play the role of facilitating that awareness and education and hopefully prevention. Yes, the the substance use prevention field is ever changing, ever evolving, and it's exciting that it's you know always there's always something new, but it's also it can be heartbreaking to yeah to hear about it. So can be there are many many tragic cases. Yes. Yes. So my next oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay, I was just going to go on to my next question and just ask. Why are you passionate about this? Well, I I think uh, you know I I've, I've seen and heard so many stories uh, since I've gotten involved in this, and and as I just said, some of them are very tragic, 
And so most of them are very preventable. Uh, it's lack of awareness, lack of education, uh, lack of, of proper parenting. Uh, and I think uh, there's a lot we can do working together in our community with these different organizations uh, to, to really correct a lot of the, the issues that need correcting. I think one of the, and, and, and this is my opinion, but one of the most special things about Kendall County and Comfort is um, the community cares about each other. You know, yeah. they want they want to work, you know, kind of like how we're working together. Um, we, we all want to work together and help and, and just kind of like be a better version of ourselves and to, you know, do what we need to do to help our neighbor. And that's just, that's Kendall County and that's Comfort in particular. Mm -hmm. I think you're right, Aubrey. And uh, when I've talked to people about this, they're more than willing to get involved and help in whatever way they can. Yeah. That's, that's been really encouraging to me. Uh, Absolutely. For the, the lone wolf. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And you don't have to be a lone wolf. There's plenty right. of people that, you know, that want to help out. Um, but like we've said, education is key. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. So um, we, so you, you guys have hosted some community uh, meetings and town halls, right? Mm -hmm, that's correct. Uh, can you go over some of the subject matters that you have touched on um, so far? Sure. Uh, well, we we communicate, of course, uh, with email and with our website, but we also have had uh, in-person events for the the school and the community. <clears throat> um, the uh, the first. First uh, major event we had, we uh, uh, we had Laura Stack come in from Colorado, uh, and Laura is the chairman of Johnny's Ambassadors, a, a nonprofit organization uh, dedicated to the, the prevention of of the use of high potency marijuana. She lost her son to high potency marijuana. Uh, it was a tough battle. It was early stages where, again, there was a, just a lack of knowledge about what's going on. But he got into high potency THC marijuana in Colorado and even started before it was legal recreationally, but then it became legal recreationally, which opened a whole lot of additional availability of this stuff. And uh, eventually, after a few years of messing with that, he jumped off a six-story parking garage thinking he could fly. And he was psychosis. Uh, and it was just such a sad thing. Laura was a uh, previously a business uh, a motivational speaker. And she stopped that and dedicated the rest of her life to uh, being available to, to pursue the awareness and prevention of, of uh, this high-potency marijuana. And she has actually been responsible for some legislative changes in Colorado after they legalized recreational marijuana. But even with that, uh, it, the, the outcome of, of legalizing recreational marijuana is not good. Those states that have done that, <clears throat> the statistics are, are, are not good at all. They're going the wrong way. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely lessons learned. Um, so lessons that Texas can learn as we're going through this legislative session. Um, yeah. 
And there's just going to be pressure uh, to legalize recreational marijuana in Texas. Uh, the lobbyists are in Austin working right now on that. And uh, we've got to really uh, uh, approach our elected officials and, and prevent this from happening. We do not want marijuana dispensaries in Comfort, Texas. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So um, just, just a side note for our listeners, one of the things that Dick and I will be work, are working on um, is, you know, what, what we're going to be saying to our elected officials. And, and we will be meeting with our elected officials this legislative, legislative session um, to educate them. Again, you know, education, education, education. That is key to um, substance use prevention. And so we are going to be going and talking to our elected officials. And I'm very excited to um, to go and have a partner. Usually, usually it would just be me. And so I'm really glad that, you know, that you'll be coming with me, Dick, so that we can, so I can have some other representation. It's not just me. <laughs> no, I, I'm looking forward to this, Aubrey. And I, I think the one of the things I'd like to stress is that this is not a political thing. Right. It's a public health crisis. And Absolutely. we bring it to the attention of our elected officials that are responsible for forming policy. Absolutely. I agree. So, um, and I think you spoke a little bit on this, um, but when did you get involved in this? I don't know if you remember like the year that you were talking with the sheriff. Um, well, and that that the earliest conversation goes mm -hmm. back probably four or five years. Okay. I was, I was uh, still, you know, involved with the winery business. Right. So I had my hands full. With all <laughs> it kept stirring in my brain. Mm -hmm. We kept uh, thinking about it and thinking, yeah, there's got to be something we can do. Yeah. And after we sold uh, the business, uh, I had a little more free time. <laughs> And uh, talking to some other people uh, that have been sort of experts in the area, uh, I really got interested in in being in and being convinced that we can do something. Absolutely, we absolutely can. Um, so, thinking about all the resources, what's something that we are missing in uh, in the community that would help us with substance use prevention? Well, I think the biggest challenge we have had so far is getting the attention of parents. Now, I know parents are busy. <laughs> this is, uh, husband and wife are both working and, and paying attention to the kids uh, every moment, every day is nearly impossible. But uh, getting them to, to sit down and, and listen uh, for an hour is a, is a big challenge. Yeah. And you have to figure out an effective way to communicate with parents uh, and, and, as you said, raise awareness and educate uh, because uh, it's very important for the welfare of their children and the welfare of the family. Okay. We work together rather than a lot of little organizations taking little bites, we can work together and have a lot more impact. You're absolutely right. Um, so one last question. Um, it's a fun one. What is your favorite thing about living in comfort? Well, um, we love Texas. <laughs> we love the Texas Hill Country. 
here in Kendall County and specifically in Comfort, we're just kind of right in the middle of it. And we have the beautiful scenery, we have beautiful people, yeah. and uh, we just uh, really enjoy it. Uh, we've, uh, we've lived out here now um, almost 25 years and uh, we've enjoyed it all. And we continue to meet great people. Absolutely. All right. So what is what what is the best way that somebody can connect with you that is listening to the podcast? Um, how can they learn about drug free comfort? Well, uh, there are two ways uh, by email. Uh, our, our email address is drug free comfort at outlook dot com. I'll repeat drug free comfort at outlook Dot com. The other way is through our website, uh, which is fairly new, uh, and we're still working on it, uh, but uh, we have a lot of really good stuff under helpful hints on our website. That website address is uh, drugfreecomfort.org. Drugfreecomfort.org. Yeah. All right. I will, I will make sure to put that in the show notes so that anybody who is listening can look at it and go and look either email or look at the website. Um, thank you so much, Dick, for recording with me today. Um, I really appreciate it. And I look forward to our collaborations in the future. Absolutely, Aubrey. And I thank you very much for the opportunity. I'm looking forward to working with you. Thank you for tuning in to this month's episode of Kendall County Connections podcast. If you are interested in joining the coalition or being on an episode of the podcast, you can call 210-225-4741. That's 210-225-4741. Or email coalition at cicada.org. That's C-O-A-L-I-T-I-O-N at S-A-C-A-D-A dot O-R-G. Or check us out on Facebook, search for Kendall County Community Coalition or facebook.com slash Kendall County Community Coalition. Thank you. We'll see you next time and stay safe.